Welcome to Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Good, bad, good, bad, good, bad, good. All right, welcome back to Good Cop, Bad Cop, episode 215. This is a late record, man. We, our schedules have been very difficult. I'm hoping that people are appreciative of... I, I even suggested, I was like, hey, we could just not record this week. And you very graciously said, I can record as late as like 11 p.m. your time. Oh, oh, sorry for interrupting your advent calendar opening. Make sure you get some chocolate stuffed in your face. I was just about to ask you how you were. I'm very good. I wanted to... <laughs> So what everyone's going to want to know now, what picture did you get on your advent calendar today? Uh, well, it's a, it's a picture of it's a, this is the first advent calendar, more later. Um, this is day one, I'm actually a day behind, Greg. We're recording the second, we've got two to open. There's oh, okay. Ones. So this one is, um, well, I'm not quite sure, I think it's a I'm not quite sure. It could be a gingerbread man, gingerbread I think. Bread it's like man. a gingerbread man to me. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, the advent calendar I got for Jackson this year could not be more perfect for him. Um, his style of dress is very unique to him. Like he will put combinations that don't really go together, and he will deliberately wear odd socks. He will take a pair apart, take one of the socks, do the same with another pair, and he'll put them together. So I got him the Harry Potter advent calendar with odd socks. So every day you open it up and it's an odd sock. So he gets 24 different socks and um, he can make his own combinations. There's no point keeping pairs with him. As you were saying, that heel cat was moved behind you, Greg, just to say, you know, so that's the entertainment for me for the rest of the year. Oh, that's what I heard some snoring. I was like, where is she? And I looked to the side and I was like, no, because she right was right behind you. She put her head up and went down again. And yeah. I looked over there and I couldn't see her at all. Over, over your right shoulder, yeah. Oh, she's fast asleep. She's on her back. Yeah, she's all, just chilling. All good. Um, you talk about, yeah. Um, my stepbrothers used to do that all the time. Uh, it was it was hilarious, um, and it actually became a thing going around the school for around, around the school for a long time in like the late nineties. So it's actually more of a more of a, more of a nineties trend coming back in again. So Jackson, have you restarted the trend from the nineties? He's a- done it for a while. Um, yeah, he just wants disorganization. If anything can be disorganized, he he wants it to be that way. So I was like, yeah, this is a perfect calendar for him. Um, I didn't realize at the time that they were all Harry Potter themed socks. I I just thought it was. I, I thought some of them were, and some of them were just. But now he he's quite happy with it. He's he loves showing me off each day. I don't know quite. It's it's amazing. He can. I would say you saw the, the size of your calendar. Like even just to get a tiny little chocolate in there, like you. Like the sock, like they wrap it up so tight. I'm amazed they can fit 24 socks in an advent calendar, to be honest. My Lindor one. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. And don't, and don't... Hold on, why do you have two? Like, that's a lot for a kid. Why do you add more than one calendar? I'm sorry? I told you you had more than one calendar. I've got a rabbit in this one. Oh, so you bought one for yourself, no. and you Chris got you one. Uh, Mother and all bought me this one. Okay. And Chris bought me this one. Oh, okay. I've got a little bunny in my bit. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell I'm in a childish mood? Girl? I have been awake a long time. <laughs> I'm running on I'm running on sugar and memories right now. Um but it's been a bit been a bit of a busy week. Um we have a new car. Um I saw. I yeah, saw, yeah. Very nice car. His name is Jake. Oh, okay. His name is Jake. Good good car, good car. Uh, very nippy as well, so that's good. It's also just hit me, Graham, as well. Two weeks tonight, as we were recording, I'm going to be making my way back from Braintree. XW. Yes, so uh, go your front row, watching uh, those, those new tag belts, and they're beautiful. They are beautiful. You've seen them, Graham, haven't you? I have not seen them. Yeah, I must have, I've been a little busy this week. I haven't seen anything. I, I every time I see CXW on Facebook, I always give it a like because it's like the easiest way to support somebody. Just give people likes. Get it absolutely working up those algorithms. So yeah, but I haven't. I don't think I've seen anything from them this week. But I haven't actively been looking though either. So. They have shared a picture of a tag belt, and I'm just going to quickly show you it now. Uh, this is perfect for a podcast, but yes, I can confirm that they are indeed looking pretty good. Nice little fist bumps on there on the, uh, yeah. on the belt, the main yeah, plate. Yeah, and a proper tag team should. Yeah, 
brilliant. And they're brilliant. But how is your week been, Graham? What do you want to talk about? Um, I had to go back to school after Thanksgiving, so I had to do a full five-day week. I'm like, geez, I'm not used to doing this anymore. Um, it flew by. It absolutely flew by. Um, it was actually a really good week. We're actually covering a topic that traditionally students have not done very well on before. And in my head, while I was preparing this unit is, if you do the same things, don't be surprised when you get the same results. I can't remember the exact quote, but words to that effect. And I'm like, if we just do the same thing, they're just going to do bad on this. So anyway, I came up with an innovative way of um, teaching this unit. And it was one of the highest scoring units we've had so far this year. So the kids really responded to what I did with them. So proud teaching moment for me that I came up with something clever and innovative. And it, and it really worked. So it, it's always good when the students receive success and things like that. Absolutely. I believe the phrase is, those who do not learn from the past are doomed to repeat it. That is, yes, I've heard that one as well. Yeah. Um, I think the quote I was thinking of, I think it was an Einstein quote. I just can't remember exactly what it is. But no, anyway, the children really responded. And um, the, I don't think at the end they knew what I was talking about. Because I kept saying, guys, I'm telling you, students found it was the same material. I just presented it in a different way. And um, they were going, yeah, this was easy. Even my <laughs> low students were like, this was easy. I was like, you don't realize this was not easy for last year's group. So I was pretty proud of myself for doing something uh, innovative. And now they were kind of on a high from having got really good test scores. So no, it, good, good. That good always result. helps. And this time of year when it's when it's when they're cracking down really for mocks and things. I don't think I don't think really mocks this time of year or not for America. But and they're doing it. They do in the UK. So, so much testing in America. We test all the time in America. Yeah, we don't they don't, they don't in the UK. It's a thing. I mean, I'm gearing up to take my actual exams in January. Um, and I want them done. I want them done and gone. I don't want to ever see a test paper ever again. Because it's not my expertise. But I've done much better than expected. So that's good. So good. I'll be happy with it forward. Graham, we could talk about our weeks all, all night long. but Probably. Um, a bit of wait for 18 hours, so maybe it's better we move on to the good comments for the week. Let's do it. Good! Bad! No guests again, because we can't even get ourselves organised, or barely get ourselves organised. Uh, Matt, I'm going to let you go first. What you got as your main good cop moment of the week? My main good cop moment of the week, Graham, has changed in the last 24 hours. Mm. Yeah, because... It was, it, I'm not going to make better this, it was Survivor Series. And <laughs> a phenomenal event it was, but I'm going to talk more about that in speed check. Uh, okay. Because the, the news that has been coming out of AEW the last week, I, um, I was telling you about this in WhatsApp. Um, I don't know if you actually responded to it or not because you've been a busy week or not. You've not you've missed your the process. It happens. It happens. I said Regal's going back to WWE, Graham. Mm-hmm. And it certainly looks that way. Does? Um now, whether he goes back or he stays where he is, either way, who would have thought that the person being talked about most with such anticipation is William Regal? You've got the bloodline, literally, that's the hottest thing in WE right now. That whole whole thing with Sammy and all that, all that wonderful goodness. And you've got MJF and Mox and all that great stuff going on in AEW. And Impact has got some good stuff as well, of course. And you've obviously got amazing stuff all over the place. The thing people are talking about is a retired wrestler. He's retired. And I think it's because of respect everyone has for that man. He should have been a world champion. I was asked, um, Champagne Charlie actually had up on uh, on Facebook today, um, name your top five wrestlers of all time. And Regal's in the top five for me. Of all time. Mm. In terms of an in-ring technician, I've never seen anyone who can hang with him in a, in a shoot fight. Go on, Graham. I got a question. I don't remember the answer. So when you appeared on Badlands, did you list Regal as one of your members of Mount Rushmore? No. Did he make that cut? No. Okay. All right. Just just wondering. But, I couldn't honestly. I, I didn't remember you mentioning it, but it was it's been a while ago. So. But to be fair, uh, it wasn't a serious um, thing I was doing on Facebook. To be fair. 
Um, yeah. Regal wouldn't Regal would make my top five easy still. I mean, I picked my one much more. I picked Seth Rollins at the time, but before he became the character he is now, where he literally is, well, ten years on from the Shield. We're no guessing. We're no guessing. William Regal. Now, <laughs> the reason why he's made my the, the best comment of the week for me is everyone's got a different account for what his contract is. One person is saying he's got a three-year contract. Someone says he's got a one-year contract. Some people say he's got a contract which expires in December, end of December. Some say it expired on the 1st of December. Some people are saying that he's got a contract. Um, and this is a brilliant thing, Graham. Apparently, it's a three-year contract he signed. However, they put a proviso clause in if that Vince McMahon left power and Triple H took over. I'm quoting, I am quoting Brian Alvarez. I don't like the guy. I'm quoting Brian Alvarez here. Um, whether I like him or loathe him, Graham, he doesn't have a lot of good information sometimes. The clause is put in that if Triple H comes to power, Regal can leave. And just... how long has Triple H been in power? Mm, August. So several months then. True, but it's also when I suppose it's when Regal wants to go. Both they put it had always mm-hmm. tied up with Blackpool Combat Club, and they're not mm-hmm. going to like cut and run something. Regal has respect for the program at leave. Regal wants to make sure. Well, I mean, I'm in the of doing something. I can't just cut and run. He's got he's a, you know he he breathes the thing business. He likes. His respect for the company he's working for. He's never just cut and run. He's always he's always been professional. I don't know if that clause exists or not. The mere thought of it, it makes my best cop moment awake, Graham, because can you imagine if Tony Khan put that clause in there thinking that will never happen? Vince will never Vince will never step down. And then literally three months later, Vince is out of power. Triple H is running the show pretty much. Stephanie's running the CEO. Is, is CEO. There's no question about that. But who's running it day to day? It's Hunter. Hunter's running the show, let's face it. He's done it all the creative. The hiring and the firing, let's face it. I'm I'm happy with a with a with a situation now where we can say people who People actually may want to go back to it. Look at me again. There's no way she'd have gone back though, if 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 um if um, Vince had been there still. No way. He wouldn't have had a bag. No. It's the same same thing with same thing um with um Dakota Kai. No way. No way would she have gone back if Vince was there. Mm-hmm. The amount of amount of people who are now back in the company and rightly um getting a chance to do their thing, and how many of the NXT stars are now are now main eventing Raw? I mean, Johnny Gargano, Dexter Loomis. What an amazing program he's had in the Miz this summer. Fantastic work. I mean, I wasn't mm-hmm. expecting. I was, I was expecting it to be a case of Dexter Loomis was abducting him to reading poetry, or something to that extent. Because I thought I thought it would have been funny. It's arguably even better. The whole blackmail. Um, because he was paying him to, to be a fake stalker. Long may Hunter reign if this is what we're going to get. And good, you, you talk. Um, I just like I was letting you go because it was funny how you said you didn't want to go off on a tangent, and then that's exactly what you did. Yeah, no. <laughs> you went on a total tangent. I was like, I'm just going to let him keep running with this because it's kind of amusing. Um, yeah, absolutely. Like, I think it was a big mistake to let Regal go. We're obviously big Regal fans. We, we've said that all along. Um, obviously, it's only a good cop moment depending on which organization you're from. Uh, if you're from WWE, then it's great cop moment. The fact that you're getting Regal back because. The fact that Hunter even, I think you talked about it last week, didn't Hunter put out, the only thing that this is missing is, and there was a picture of like Regal there, the fact that Triple H even mentioned that, when he's with AEW, that was like, okay, we know that it is, and it was true, it, it did kind of miss it. Um, obviously, if you're with AEW though, this is really bad. You've just set up that amazing storyline with him and MJF, and now suddenly, if that piece gets pulled from that, can MJF cope by himself? Absolutely. He doesn't. <laughs> 
doesn't need a mouthpiece. He totally doesn't need a mouthpiece. But it just does seem really strange timing on that. That's why I asked you, like, when you said that clause was in there, you said he was prepared to see out the storyline. He hasn't really seen out the storyline, though. It's, it's in the middle of a storyline. That storyline's only just started. So um, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm quite happy that he's going back to WWE. I think that was he should never have been forced out of that position in the first place. So um, I'm going to leave it at that and With... say that it's a good, it is a good cut moment. But I feel bad for AEW. With respect, I meant um, regards to the Blackpool Combat Club. He was, oh, out, he, was out, okay. he was out of that faction at that point. MG, and they told him to run and never come back, like I said last week. And you actually rolled your eyes at me about him going to, to WWE at that point a week later. But the the the, the, the tides have turned a little bit. Um, but we know more now than we did last week, of course. And mm. the fact that he took the brass knuck to the back of Regal's head um, on dynamite, it, 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 it's the way it's the way to write him out off of AEW. It, it's the way to write him off. Uh, and I would love it if he if he rocked up in WWE with neck breaks on. Mm. That would be a brilliant way to sell it. It's not like, like what? Yeah. What about you, Gravo? What's been your best cop moment of the week? Well, before I get to it, I don't, I don't know if you remember, this might have been probably about a year ago. When we used to do fan cop moments, we used to read them out, and we used to deliberately forget to do high five toms. So we had to do no, his one no, from... No, 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 don't, don't, don't... We used to do his one from the previous week. Where's this we? <laughs> you can read out any... We, we, do, we alternate we alternate, but we used to read out the one from the previous week, and then when we got to the end, and then we just never did the pre, we never did the current week. So it was always. I a week I, I I plead the fifth on that one, Graham. Okay, well, I kind of feel like this might be the the new version of that. Um, once again, my good moment that I keep putting I keep putting up in center stage for the last four or five weeks once again has got supplanted. Uh, this one near this one one of the closest it ever made it to. Uh, this was literally probably about three hours before we came online, but I was like, I, I got I got That's to. This. Great. So I'm going to take I'm going to take you back because I'm not sure if you remember the whole story. So I'm going to go back to January and um, Mason Jackson and I went to Fly in V theaters, Fly in V fights, great events. They always are. That's where Jackson met Orange Cassidy, and uh, we got great memories there. Tim Don sang Happy Birthday to Mason, uh, took him into the ring, and the whole crowd singing Happy Birthday to him. So we got great memories with that organization. And at that event, they had um, they had a raffle, and the person who was selling tickets wasn't on our section. So anyway, we sent Mason across, We're like go home, go buy some tickets. And anyway, they did the draw, and we won amazingly. We won. Uh, we had a wonderful signed poster that somebody had uh, drawn all the characters on and everything. Um, the whole the whole um, organization had signed it, uh, with the exception of one wrestler who unfortunately couldn't make the event. And um, we also won two tickets as well to the next next show. Now their shows aren't quite. It's kind of, it's kind of like CXW. They're not that. They're not super frequent. They're not like it used to be at Nova Pro, where every month you had a show. So the next show was actually May fifteenth, I think it was. So like a three three and a half month gap. Anyway, we won two tickets. I purchased one more ticket so Jackson could come. I was like, great, perfect. What we hadn't realized was I'd already bought tickets for another event on the same day. The event that I'd ordered for was the New Japan Pro Wrestling event that was in DC. Like, obviously, we can't afford to miss that. Um, Jackson and I were super close, if you remember the pictures from that, Matt. And we're like, we can't turn this down. So anyway, I, I emailed the people there and said, hey, look, I'm really sorry. Like, I hadn't realized. You can totally say no, and I would understand. Is it possible if we switch these tickets to a later event? And the person who was running it responded to me by email. I was like, absolutely, that's not a problem. We got that. Um, when our fall show comes along, we got you. Anyway, kind of forgot about all this. Didn't really even think about it. Um, their fall show was a two-day event, and we couldn't make the first day, so we didn't go, because I'm like, I'm not buying day tickets for two days and only turn up for one. And then didn't really even think about it. And then I saw they were having a show tomorrow, and I um, was like, oh, shoot, we have these free tickets, essentially. So um, I responded, I was like, very late notice. I don't know if you even remember me. We won tickets in January. We'd like to come and see the show in December. Is that okay? Within less than 24 hours, there's a response there. Everything's sorted. We'll see you tomorrow. What an organization that is. Like, some of the memories we have at that organization, like, you hear horror stories from different organizations. They could have easily said, no, we're not transferring these tickets. We missed the fall show because we're in winter now. We got our we got our show to winter. So tomorrow, that's one of the reasons why I'm asking you to edit, Matt. Um, we're going to be ask, at... I say, this is why I'm editing, isn't it? 
<laughs> that's one of the reasons we have a super busy day tomorrow um you will find that one of the other reasons in a later section as well um yeah we're going to be going to flying v fights um, i'm not sure all the card that's going to be there um i know the world famous cheeseburger is going to be there so that's hey. good i know pancakes is going to be there there's a lot of kind of fam uh, jordan blade is going to be there we haven't been to a wrestling event a live wrestling event in oof don't even remember, Matt. I, I think it might have been five months since we last went to one. So I, I'm really excited. But it's it's really nice when organizations really look after their fans like that. They kind of go the extra mile. They take care of everything. I honestly thought I'd left it too late for them to respond. And if they hadn't responded, I would have been perfectly okay. Because I didn't even notice they had a show. And I just left it until Thursday night. But yeah, Friday morning, um, they sent me a message. I didn't read it until Friday evening. But yeah, they taken care of everything. So flying V. You're my good cop moment of the week for looking really looking after your fans. Yeah, um, cheeseburger, Graham. Didn't he win the Bath the Royal Rumble event they had at Vanspeg on we were there? Uh oh, he might have done. He might have done. He was part of Ring of Honor. Yes, he was at the time, yes. He was. Um if he did, I'd forgotten that. I think of him more personally as uh, the ooh. crab wrestling champion. Yes, we actually got to meet him on the day when he was the crab wrestling champion. So I always think of him as that. But yeah, you could well be right. There's also, but there's also, buddy, by um, from what I can see here, because I've just I've just had a little look to see who is going to be there. Uh, earlier in the day tomorrow, uh, flying via holding a seminar. They with, are with who, Graham? Bryce Remsburg. Yeah, he's doing um, he's doing the, the referee in seminar four thirty till six. The Bryce is right. Yeah. Yeah. We thought we saw him in action. Yeah, so Baron Von Sexyful um will be in action. Um Diatanium. Um the world famous C B Cheeseburger, mm -hmm. yes, okay. I think he was going by CB, but I've heard a lot of people. He said, I'm not going to be cheeseburger anymore, but I've seen a lot of people call him cheeseburger. And I've seen him call himself cheeseburger, I think. So, to be fair, I think Graham, he's kind of reverted back. To be fair, Graham, even when he wasn't Austin Fury, we were calling him Austin Fury, weren't we? And yeah, yeah. Abby Jane, who has been on AEW, of course. Mm -hmm. I was at Abby Jane's 21st birthday party. What? It was an event in New Jersey. Oh, it was wow, an event was in like, New Jersey. Was it was the show. I don't want you thinking I got a personal invite a young female wrestler. Um, no, the weekend I was up in New Jersey, ah. the lunchtime show was Abby Jane's 21st birthday. Um, I got VIP tickets. So um, one of the things was you got a party favors at the end, which is a very American thing. You got a bag with little things in. So I got like a postcard with an autograph on. And during the matches, they came around and it was kind of weird because it was in, it was a COVID time. So everyone's got their masks on. And everyone was kind of still a little bit concerned. And they came around with birthday cake. Now, you can't eat birthday cake with a mask on. So I was like, oh. But they were all saying, you got to keep your mask on. you got to keep your mask on. And I'm like, well, you can't eat. So I did have a piece of birthday cake. It, it was a fun event. Um, I think it was. It might have been part of the uh, Camp Leapfrog thing. Like, their, their shows are just Camp super Leapfrog, fun. you always say it's, it was to me such a good thing about Camp Leapfrog. It is. It's great, yeah. It's another one of those organizations that just puts on fun shows. And then, like, wait two hours, and then it was IWTV 100. So, um, yeah, I got to see... I was like, if I'm traveling to New Jersey, if I can see two shows in one, I did. So, you know, a big fan of Abby Jane, yeah. Fantastic stuff, fantastic stuff. Yep. Flying V, I'm, if you get a chance to check out their stuff, guys, then do so, because I've only ever had good stuff. And IWTV? It's it's all it's on there it's all there yeah yeah we, we, we should get sponsored from Graham we should we <laughs> should we should all right what you got for a speed check anything um yes it's probably it's, survivor series stuff that i'm guessing a lot of survivor series stuff yeah. before i get before i get to that stuff um two returns i want to talk about uh one of which is eric young has left impact and is heading back to the rui uh oh, another person who has got rid of stupidly um Allegedly, rumours of sanity being reformed. Yes, please. Nikki Cross is back to her psycho gimmick. Um, yeah. And um, Killian Dane is on the indies, so he would be acquirable. Um, I dare say he would be wanted to come back onto, onto the fault. Um, the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, is clear to go. Um, oh. It makes sense for him to return in a normal match, doesn't it? It makes sense. Because of Survivor Series War Games, it was from top to bottom a great card. Now, some people said that Shotzi versus Ronda stunk up the joint. Personally, I enjoyed it. 
shots in black, aren't we? We've been massive fans of ever since her Nova days, Graham. Yeah. Uh, and seeing the TCB tank uh, rolling back around again, it was great. It was one of the worst things that Vince ever did was making her get rid of a tank. And one of the best things Triple H did was bringing it back. Um, so much merch you could do with that tank, and no doubt he is. Um, it all the women's war game match was great. Um, it was phenomenal. Um, the men's war games match, obviously, all the amazing action we had, we saw in it. The heels winning for a change, which is not an often thing you see in war games mm-hmm. nowadays. Particularly when the faces had the advantage, which you also don't see. The payoff between Ko and Sammy um, was amazing. And if that, that was real Ko, loved it. Oh, you're a pro. That was perfect on time there. I, I could see it was going to go possibly long, so I got my clock out and put you on 130. I didn't even get a chance to mention how good Styles and Balor was. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was that was another great match. <laughs> I posted as a bonus cop moment on the Twitter feed. Jackson watched watched Survivor Series with me. That was kind of cool watching it with him. He hadn't seen a War Games before. Oh, sorry, he had seen one War Games before. He saw the last one. I what think. do you think? Uh, but he came and watched some of it, and he wouldn't let me watch the men's one because he said I want to watch it in the morning. And then as it was, we never actually. I still haven't seen the men's one yet. Um, and I was staying off social media so I could do it. And then I mistakenly logged in and Bishop was chastising me and making fun of me for thinking that Sammy Zayn would turn heel. Okay, okay, whatever. We'll turn um, I think part of the fun of watching wrestling is trying to predict what's going to happen. And yeah, I'm going to still keep making predictions. I know Bishop likes to wait and see what happens and then let everything play out. And hey, if that's how you enjoy wrestling, you go for it. Um, I, I, I don't know if he's trying to make me look foolish. I didn't care. He was like, oh, you got worked. Hey, what's so what? I don't care. Graham, Graham. I had fun with it. Graham. I enjoyed the show. Graham. I enjoyed making a prediction. I'm enjoying talking about it now. I'm good with that. I'm not going to yeah. stop doing that. So, Bishop had, and I will, I'm, I'm talking to you, Bishop, directly now. I know you're listening. I know you're listening. When you were saying, when you came to the show and you said, like, you're being, you're being worked, like, this is, when, this is when Vince was running it, okay? Vince was easy to read, okay? He was easier to read than the, than the hungry caterpillar, okay? Seriously. Triple H sets these things up so you want this to happen. And we do know it will happen down of the course. line. Of but course. The like, it's not a storyline that's not going to happen. The payoff is not here. The yeah. payoff is down the line at WrestleMania, perhaps. Could be. That's what the payoff is right there. Uh, because that's what it is. Love it. Okay. Um, I don't think I need a clock. Um, I was tempted to want to talk about Survivor Series, but I figured you probably would. So I actually wanted to talk about Raw, and particularly because it was in my uh, current state. Um, so Norfolk, Virginia. Matt, I loved it. I thought it was great. Um, I only watched the highlights. Um, top 10 was 12 and a half minutes long. That's yeah. how good it was. Yeah. The thing I liked in particular was the crowd interaction. The fact that the crowd felt part of the event, and they were lapping it up, and they were loving it, and they're just having a great time. And that's what wrestling's all about. If you're in the show, you want to feel... You want to be having fun. Becky coming out there. Becky's smoothless going from heel to face, like no problem at all. Everyone's welcoming her in. And she's sitting in the ring. She's like, hold on a second. And then gets out, goes and talks to the crowd, giving everyone high fives and fist bumps, calling out people there. It's like, so what's your name? It's like, hey, let me tell you something, putting her arm around them. It, it was awesome. It was really cool to see. The kids loved it. Um, then you have the fight scene. So they're all involved with that as well. They're working their way through the crowd. They're in the merch segment. Yeah, it's been done before. But how fun was it for that crowd? They loved it. Um, you mentioned Johnny Gargano earlier. Um, the kid getting $100 <laughs> for a moment. Miz taking the $100. <laughs> Johnny Gargano giving the 100 Now, I don't know if that kid was planted. I'm hoping it wasn't. But for $100, that was worthwhile. That kid, if that's true, that kid's going to remember that moment forever. And when he goes back to school, everyone's going to say like, oh, my God, we saw you on TV. You got $100. The $100 real. I did relevant. try and look closely. The $100 huh? is relevant. That memory he's going to cherish. Much like oh, you, of course. Much like, as you heard on Christmas Crackle 1, which came out a couple of days ago, Graham, um, oh, there! Oh, I haven't checked my iPod in a couple of days. I forgot to look for the Christmas your crackers. Fifth, your fifth bump from CM Punk, Graham. You're gonna remember forever. Of course, 
Of course, and it got soured cute. a little bit in the last few <laughs> weeks. No, but, no, but perhaps it might come back again. It might go up but, in value. But you also cherished that that look that Mason had when he got when he got the high five from him. He was yeah. absolutely. I quote, I quote verbatim here. He was elated and good morning, Heelcat. <laughs> oh, you're up now. Um, yeah, no, he was. That was what a, what a birthday present that was. <laughs> Getting seats that close and mm. then the chance to like we didn't know that was going to happen. That was like absolutely the icing on the cake. Um, just to finish off one thing from Norfolk, um, Irving Legend was part of the security as well. Um, I saw a few people who local wrestlers who posted things, and Irving Legend was part of the security team as well. So that that was like really cool for for them to get their moments. And he got to stand on the stage and he got the the picture with the so really cool for all those wrestlers. So yeah, Norfolk Virginia Raw show that that's my um. Kind of short, good top moment for the week. That's fair enough, Graham. Huh? All right, let's get to the other side. We've done the good. Let's get to the bad. Unfortunately. Good! Bad! What I didn't mention to you at the start, Matt, is um, I've watched very little wrestling this week. I know that seems to be a common theme. Probably that 12 minutes I watched was it. Um, my notes this week were minimal. Uh, I was like, I'm not going to write much down. I was like, I'm just going to go with it. There's a few things I want to talk about. I know you always have stuff I can piggyback off anyway, but what you got for bad? I filled this section up super quick without well, even trying. Really, Graham, because I struggled. Um, oh, okay. But either one of the things I am going for is uh, the announcement of uh, Jordan Grace versus Mickey James, title versus career. Ooh. Um... I don't want to see it. Bye bye, Mickey. I don't want to see this match, Graham. Well, not where it's going to be in the card anyway. And that's the problem. That's why it's my bad cop moment. Mm. This match should be headlining hard to kill. Mm. And it won't. No. Jordan Grace is one of the most talented athletic gifted performers I've ever had the privilege to be within two meters of um let alone seeing the ring Graham um literally literally we were, we, we saw her we saw Not her again <laughs> we saw her opposite black label program we saw her uh-huh. I, you see her many times I may see her once in person but uh-huh. it stuck with you fair Graham uh, she's deserving of being a world champion, and she is a women's yes. champion right now. Mickey James is a surefire Hall of Famer. Surefire Hall of Famer. Yeah, the only person to enter the WWE Women's Royal Rumble as a champion from another company with the damn title belt. In fact, I don't think anyone's ever done that in the Men's Rumble. With a men's title, obviously, uh, um, from another company. That's impressive. Vince um, did some good things this year. If he had a sense, he'd have had Mickey go over. So we could have, we could have had we could have Charlotte Flair pop up on on Impact and vice versa. It would have been brilliant. Look at that. We could have had a lovely little invasion little thing, and it would have been brilliant. It would have been phenomenal. It didn't happen, so. Um, but Mickey James is one of the greatest of all time for me. Jordan Grace had the potential to also be in that bracket. For me, this should be head on the show. But it won't. It'll be Moose Knuckle again. It'll be two before the main event. They'll have that. Then they'll have something to bring the match down a little bit before they build it back up to the main event. Yes, I said Moose Knuckle before you say anything. People, people listening at home. Yes, you didn't. You didn't mishear me. Don't, don't Google that, kids. Don't Google me. <laughs> don't Google it. I think I know what this episode should be called. Don't Google Moose Knuckle. Don't Google it. Don't Google it, people. <laughs> okay, so that's my bad comment of the week, Graham. Is the fact that it should be main eventing. It won't be main eventing. Because let's face it, um, sometimes I don't know, don't know what you got. Yeah, 
about you, Graham? What's your main? Well, I, I, I got to just mention a little bit. Obviously, it's Virginia's uh, Mickey James as well, just from oh, down Mid- the road Mid- down yeah. there in Richmond. So, uh, yeah. No, the last match was uh, was fantastic. Um, I thought she was supposed to face Diana Perazzo at some point, though. Diana Perazzo came out at the last one, and she was like, "Hey, we're not done yet. I haven't, I haven't wouldn't beat beat you yet. I want to face you." So happened on Impact. Oh, it did. Was that last night? Oh, okay. Spoiler alert for me. Uh, I wouldn't have had a chance to catch up on it anyway, so never mind. That's what I was saying. All right, my bad cop moment. I gotta, I'm just going to fill you in with a few gaps, Matt. So the reason you're editing this week is um, Jackson pretty much set most of my schedule for this week. He didn't want to go to Flying V. I did. That's fine. Um, there is a holiday boat festival in Alexandria tomorrow. Um, the, they wait till it gets dark. The boats come along the National Harbor, all lit up with Christmas stuff. So we're going to do that. Um, there's also... Oh, what is it? Uh, there's a, a Scottish parade in Alexandra as well, which we're going to go to. Uh, we have something in the afternoon that I'm blanking on right now that I can't quite remember what we're supposed to do. But anyway, we've got that. Um, in the morning, I'm taking him to breakfast with Santa, which they're running at my school, which will be super exciting for him. But my day starts super early because at 6 a.m. I have to drop my son off at school. It's a weekend, Matt, and I have to be back at school by six. So it means I got to get up at 5.30. Now, that sounds like a bad cop moment in itself anyway, but that's not the bad cop moment. This is a recurring bad cop moment. This is the bad cop moment from three years ago, and you've quoted this to me multiple times. Um, I don't think Mason can make it as a wrestler. I don't think he has the right shape. I don't think he has the right size. I, I don't think he can be a rat. And he continues to uh, prove me wrong day after day after day after day. So I haven't given an update in a long time, so I'm just going to kind of catch you up a little bit. Um, obviously, you know he finished off the season in middle school really well. He was voted like most improved wrestler, blah, blah, blah. Um, as it time to go to up to high school, they actually trained over the summer, which I might have mentioned, actually. Um, and yeah. They probably trained three or four times a day. Uh, so, sorry, three or four times a week. Sorry, that would have been impressive. Three or four. So I had to go back up there. So he was doing that. And even once as soon as golf finished, like he was doing uh, weekend events as well with them as well. So he was training over the weekend. Now we're in wrestling season itself. He's been training as much as six times a week. Um, he's a big lad now, Matt. He's a uh, five foot seven, five foot eight. He's still wrestling in the hundred and six pound category. Now I'm going to have to convert the math for you because I know you're going to be struggling. I, I can do. I, Graham, I work in pounds because that's how I work. Oh, okay, all right. Well, you'll know then. That's about seven and a half stone, which is ridiculous for somebody who's uh, that. He's high. all wires. I'm sorry. He's all wiry. Yeah, he is. He is. Um, and um, he, he's struggling to keep 106 because he's really 109. So the thing with competitive wrestlers is they have to like not eat. They have to do the, the running to get their weight down before tournaments, blah, 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 blah. So he's now just starting to experience this because nobody wrestles at his weight category. So if he wants to wrestle, he's got to wrestle at 106. So he's been working really hard. Um, he's trying to keep off that weight. Um, today, we brought pizza. It's Friday's pizza night in our household. Uh, he's like, I'll have a salad. I was like, what? I don't think I've ever seen my son eat a salad before. I offered the same to Jackson, but he declined. <laughs> he wanted pizza instead, which is fair enough. Um, he obviously, <laughs> as soon as he weighs in, obviously he can eat breakfast. But right now he's half a pound under. He's going to go for a walk tonight as well. He's had his salad. Um, but I, I'm just so proud that he's managing. He's he's really taking this seriously. He wants to be successful. Um, to coach to give him some practice because obviously at high school now he's wrestling people from different age groups. He could be wrestling people who are 18 years old now, which is kind of intimidating for a 14 year old. So he wrestled in the JV tournament for experience. He's three and zero already, back. He wrestled three matches in one night, Tuesday night. And tomorrow he's going to the tournament at another school and he'll probably wrestle three more matches at the varsity level. So the kind of for them, for the non-American listeners, you might not be familiar with those terminology. Pretty much it's like the second team and the first team. So it gives the other people a chance to get some experience and hopefully build up to the other team. So he's kind of doing double duty right now as a as a younger wrestler to try and gain some experience. But Boy, is he doing well. Um, I think the commitment for any teenager to eat a salad on a Friday instead of pizza and to be prepared to be at school by 6 a.m. and be out most of the day and then do all the other things he's got to do as well. It is phenomenal. So, yeah, bad cop moment on me. Um, I should have been more supportive earlier. I've been nothing but supportive since. But, um, hey, sometimes we've got to fit bad cop in somewhere. Clearly, it's a good cop moment, but I, otherwise I couldn't feel bad cop in. But... Yeah, he's doing really well. Super proud of him. And um, hopefully I'll get some pictures for this one. I couldn't attend the event last time. It went on till gone nine o'clock. He didn't get home until nearly 10 o'clock. I mean, he had to get back to school again. He's putting in long hours right now. I'm tired just watching what he's doing. So, 
Not make me feel tired. I'm doing long daily self, Graham. And you, it, they're talking about eating a salad. I've just done looking at where my subway bag was from 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 this afternoon's tea. I'm like, I finally feel and I need more chocolate now. More chocolate. I you could have knocked me over with a feather when he was like, um, I want a salad. And then because we normally have a couple of slices each, and um, he was like, I could probably have like half a slice. He could have slice in half. That was what he had. I'm sure you probably have a whole pizza to yourself. Yeah, we split a we split a pizza between the family. Ah, boy, boy, we talk about American size portion sizes. It's a small pizza for you, isn't it? Fourteen inch. Ah, bad cop moment. Technology got the better of us. Um, I thought you were just mucking around. Sometimes you don't move. And then I thought you were doing that in disbelief at the fact that somebody could only eat two slices of pizza. And I was like, come on, do your bad cop moment. And then suddenly I got disconnected. I was like, oh, okay, it is a technology issue. I thought you were just mucking around. All right, it's time for a speed check anyway. So go ahead. What you got for us for 90 seconds? Okay, I have a, I have a, I have um, two things which sound the same, but um, are very, very different at the same time. Uh, one of which is uh, WE have commissioned new tag belts. This is bad. Well, let's face it. The the uh, last time they commissioned new tag belts, Graham, they ended up being the pennies, didn't they? Uh, um... They don't they don't look great, do they? But Triple H has a habit of giving of much better style. Look at the NXT Tag Team Championship from the UK, for example. They're stunning. So maybe we're going to have some decent ones this time. Who knows? Speaking of new championships, MJF. What the fuck? God, the amount of Burberry on that thing. Seriously. There's going to be a fan cop moment later on. Uh, but I'm not going to steal it from, from the person who brought it up. But my word. And um, the last um, bad cop moment, Graham, is going to be you, I guarantee. Uh, it's going to be you when you react to what I'm sending you as a picture right now. So you can stop the clock, Graham. Uh, my phone's not even switched on right now. So this will be this will be good. Um. Boy, what are you? Where are you sending it? WhatsApp, Twitter, WhatsApp, yeah, WhatsApp, yeah. <sighs> Good job, you're editing. Yeah. Oh, something just buzzed. So let's have a look. Um, this is Santa Claus. Yes. And is that your mother? That's oh gosh, there's Santa Claus. Oh, holy crap! He looks familiar. Jeez. I, I... <laughs> Yeah, no, there wasn't quite reaction. No, that's the, that, that is the woman. Her name is Anita. She's the one who made the suit for Santa. Oh, okay. Um, I will not be showing that picture to Jackson. No, I didn't think she would. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't zoom in enough. I don't have my glasses on either. So it wasn't anyone I finally zoomed in. Mm. I kind of uh, yes, wasn't um, really paying attention. Um, I am I am um, helping Santa out by, um, by um, filling in for him. Uh, on the platinum round table, um, uh, towards the tank, um, like, um, cherry collections. Uh, we want a bad cop is because I'm gonna freeze my bollocks off. <laughs> <laughs> Am I allowed to post this picture on Twitter later? No, oh, okay, all right, no, okay. not yet, not yet. Not yet. Okay. Not yet. Right. No, much we're gonna get a right. stylized picture for that first. People will have to wait for that picture. Absolutely, right. absolutely. Fair enough. Back up, back up. Speed it for you, sir. Go. You've got ten seconds. Um, just one story actually. Um, I saw the Rock went back to uh, where he grew up, and um, he used to steal Snickers bars from the Seven Eleven. So he went back and uh, he took every bar of Snickers that they had and uh, bought them. And it was supposed to be like a feel-good story. And then when I read through the comments, somebody pointed out something that um, it didn't actually make sense. If he bought all the Snickers bars that they had, that doesn't make up for any that he actually lost because he still has all the Snickers bars, right? So it doesn't replace the ones that he stole at all, which is what he claimed to do. Somebody then said, well, no, he said, give, it, give them away to kids or whatever. But that still doesn't replace the Snicker bars that he stole. So what he should have done was worked out how many Snickers bars that he actually stole, paid them the he money, and then just left the store there and just given them the money. Now, for somebody who's rich like that, he could have easily afforded to do it, and it would have been pennies. 
it would have been still got a feel good story, but he got his maths wrong, unfortunately. And as uh, somebody who uh, is a bit of a stickler for things like that, Rock, really? come on, you didn't do a good job at all. All you did is buy some candy bars. That was it. That did not make up for you stealing them earlier in life. So, bad cop yeah. moment, Rock. The only person I know who could bad mouth President Number Forty Eight. Seriously. It was the wrong. It it didn't work out. How? But as soon as I saw that in the comments, I was like, "Yeah, you're right. He didn't. He didn't do anything. He didn't make up for anything. He just bought some can." I'm sure the people who owned the shop were appreciative. Like they managed to. They obviously have a good markup on all their stuff. But... Some great PR from it all. Yeah, it was it was good PR, but it it's not the way it should have been. He what he should have done was paid twice the amount and then left the candy bars for the kids to to give out to the kid. That would have been the correct way of doing it. But hey. You live and learn. You do. That's it. That's all well, Graham, shall we, shall we do some learning of our own, Graham, and find out what our amazing fans said to say in fan comments? Well, let me pull up the Twitter feed. Let's do it. Good. Bad. Gotta admit, I was a little bit concerned. I forgot to do post last night, and I didn't do it till this morning. And I said to you, I was like, uh oh. I was like, we got nothing. I think it was like four hours, and nobody was. I was like, uh oh. Is and this then gonna... I, I got cracking, Graham, because I, I'm in a group chat with about 25 um, wrestling podcasts at the moment. Uh-huh. So I, I, I shared in, like, like, what time goes? Would you mind? Like, post, 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 post. <laughs> So, um, yes, anyway, uh, probably just a bad time of day. People are probably working, but I'm used to people like we've done it before when there's been like an hour's notice and we've already we had like three or four people. Most at 10 to 11 UK time, Graham. So uh-huh. that was right when people in the middle of a work day. So a little nudge at lunchtime is what I did. Perfect. Yeah, I did a retweet as well. So, hey, it's all good. All right, let's start off with Chris at 82, not underscore Chris. Former host multiple times. Uh, good cop, the Bulberry AEW Burberry. title belt. Burberry. Oh, Burberry. I'm sorry. I, I have a crack on my screen. I couldn't read it properly. Um, I assume it came straight from the factory in Keighley. Keighley. You sure? Keighley. Yeah. It is? Oh, okay. All right. I don't know why I assumed it wasn't pronounced that way. That's certainly how it looks. All right. Uh, Bad Cop, Regal, MJF already done. Regal's probably going back to WWE, which is a shame, as I wanted to see more of what they could do together. Yeah, um, that's kind of why I was saying it's a possible Bad Cop. It really depends on your perspective. But yeah, bad for uh, AEW, but certainly good for WWE, for sure. Indeed. Um, I'm going to take over higher five Tom this week, Graham. We should have just forgotten him. (laughs) No, no, Tom. I'm not the just for old time's sake. No, no, no. Because as because obviously, uh, Tom's um, Bigfoot Cracker comes out came out yesterday, Graham, as it as it comes out. So uh, you guys will have enjoyed it, hopefully. So that's all good. Uh-huh. Um, so from Tom Height Five, Tom. Um, that's five, not the number, not not spelled out. Um, another good cop from the E for your boy. What kind of world we're living in? <laughs> Great cop moment. The E running back, King um, Cuerno versus Prince Puma from Lucha Underground for the final of SmackDown World Cup. That's Ricochet versus Santos Escobar for people who speak WWE talk rather than Lucha Underground. What a what a final that's going to be to be the sacrificial lamb to Gunter. <laughs> the spell check got him. I saw Lucia and thought it was Saint Lucia. <laughs> I didn't see the Underground when I first looked at it. <laughs> it says Lucy and not Lucha. And bad cop moment left blank, as is as is usual from you, Tom. So that's all good. Of course. Of course. And we love Tom for doing that. Uh Danny at Scottish Gigolo, good cop moment. Although it was because of dirt sheet speculation, it was still nice to see William Regal's name trending all day yesterday. Or yesterday, if you read this like uh, anyway, never mind. Uh, wait, bad yeah. cop moment, Ric Flair hinting at entering the Royal Rumble next year. Oh my gosh, I did not see that story. I am pleased. I mentioned that last week, Graham. You oh, you me. did? Yeah, you ignore me. <laughs> Isn't it? Remember how bad my memory was? I haven't stumbled on a wrestler's game this week. I don't know what happened last week. It was really bad. And then people won't know this, but I forgot. I was doing editing. I forgot to edit. It was like 11 o'clock Sunday morning. And I apologized. I was like, I'm really sorry. I forgot to edit. But that kind of fits in with the whole episode from last week. Indeed. Uh, I'm going to go down given 21 uh, here. Okay. Um, good commitment. The Bloodline and Sammy KO story in the men's war games match was just brilliant. It's good TV, not just good wrestling. Uh, bad cop moment, Rick Fair making noise about wrestling again. Please, for the love of fudge, no. 
agree. Mm. We don't want to see a live death. Uh, Morty JR at Morty JR5, obviously from the Morty and Fitch podcast. Uh, Good cop, Sammy Uso, Jay Uso, the WWE character resets continue. Bad cop, I'm really struggling to watch AEW as there's less and less to my liking week by week. Um, I got to take a pause at this point. Matt, you know I'm going to say a big AEW fan. I haven't really watched in weeks. Um, it's not that it hasn't been like some of the storylines I'm really invested in, like Mox and MJF, but I don't know. I, I am short on time and I'm choosing to spend my time on WWE, so I'm kind of relating to this one a lot. Uh, confused cop Regal. Let's see where it goes, but Regal turning heel, then getting turned on two weeks later for sympathy. Hmm. Well, we know why. <laughs> he looked like he's heading out the company, which is why they had to do it as a swerve and a swerve again. Uh, oh, um, oh, 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 I got a bonus bad cop moment. I th- When you said you'd contacted people, I assumed it was wrestling people. If you're going to start bringing in Dungeons and Dragons people on this one, oh my God. Go on, you better do Kerry. Hey. You're looking, I'm not going to heckle you throughout the whole thing. Go on. Okay, well, Kerry at Shira Beans, um, she, she is amazing. Do, do check out the Dungeons and Dragons art Instagram over at Dungeon Junkies on, on Instagram. Um, good cop. We're starting prepping for the second generation of Dungeon Junkies campaigns, which means a lot more content. So that's exciting. It is exciting, Graham, because that's good like, cop. It is if you like Dungeons Dragons, Graham. <laughs> the bad cop, thinking of all the extra editing it's gonna make. <laughs> There's a lot of editing involved in D and D. All right, a lot. Mm-hmm. I've got a pile sitting on still. So what happens then? Someone rolls a dice, they roll a six by accident instead of 18, so you have to edit that in. No, it's the new, no, no, we leave it after. It's, it's, it's like when we go off on, when we go off on like tangents. And we, I'm being facetious. I obviously don't mean that. Universal Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> Good cop. The evolution of Theory's character. Uh, bad cop. Ronda's tenure as champion. Yeah, Theory and Seth this week. I like that. I liked Seth mocking him, and I like Theory's response to it. It was good. It's been int- it's been it's been great, it's been really yeah. great seeing seeing Fury's progression. Now he's not just um, uh, Vince's product anymore. He's didn't see that result of Survivor Series either. Did not see that one coming. Oh nope, nope, it was it was it was quite enlightening, wasn't it? It was wonderful. Yeah. Yep. Um, at BFR JCB, good cop moment. Adam Page heard AW Television. Fingers crossed to the clean bill of health and starts wrestling again. Yes, please. Yes, mm-hmm. please. We love Hangman. Adam Page is all good. Bad cop moment. Ronda Rousey's title reign. It's been bad the second time around for various reasons. I'm good on her for a while, if not forever. It's... I would like to have seen Shotzi win like you would have done, but it probably yeah, wasn't but it, that, The whole thing doing with Ronda and Shane at the moment, I get it. I get it. Yeah. But it yep. doesn't need a title for that, though. No, no. Uh, Rob at UTT. Rob, good cop moment. The bloodline and Samoa Zane. Uh, sad cop moment. Matt can't make it to Leeds. Oh, well, you'll probably get shot. I'm assuming that's you, Matt, not some yeah. other Matt. Okay. And uh, bad cop moment. Agreeing to review the episode of Love Boat The Next Wave featuring Goldberg and Kevin Nash. <laughs> uh, that's going to sound, I think that's going to be a not miss podcast again. As all the UTT podcasts are, but that Indeed. one even more. I love the gif underneath it as I'm looking at it. I said gif today, not gif, but the bashing himself on the head with a, a stick or a baton or whatever the heck that is. Uh, a truncheon, I imagine, yeah. Truncheon, there we go. Uh, it's like, like a rolling pin, but that might be because I'm just talking to you. I'm thinking chef things. I would like to point out that um, our friend Chris um, actually has replied to that one. I think the sad cop moment is very sad. Um, mm-hmm. This is the... Uh, the chat I was talking about, Graham. I'm in about 20 different podcasters. Uh, Andy from Bang Bang is organizing a Royal Rumble meetup um, in Leeds. Ah. And I can't go. Mm. I want to go, but try to justify a piss up off on an away day <laughs> um, two months before my wedding is not something I can justify. Chris may have rolled his eyes. night. Stag night. Yeah, I've got to try and convince the rest of my of my my brother and everyone on the stag to go along with it. No, I've got wrestling apart from me. Mm. Too bad. Plus, most of them don't like Leeds football thing. Mm Mhm. Nope. But that's everyone this week. Um, Thank you, everyone who did reply. Uh, We'll put a message out again next week, and we look forward to your fan comments again next week. 
Grime, shall we go to North Africa? Yeah, I'm ready, I think. Good! Bad! Oh, my phone, idiot Matt. <laughs> ah. Ah. This does probably... Wait, ready? Oh. oh, I'm sorry, my bad, my bad, I apologise. Go ahead, you can go ahead. You're staying in. Sisters, brothers, and some partnering others, welcome to the Devil's Advocate Round of Good Cop Back Wrestling Podcast, episode 215. This is myself and Graham will throw Devil's Advocates at each other for 20 seconds, where we uh, try to make each other laugh. Uh, it's, not, um, it's not what we generally think, usually. Um, if you think that we are think anything heinous, uh, just take out of our DADA. Uh, at Dying Format on Twitter. Graham, you have the prerogative. I, I'm going to deliver first. I have a feeling that this might have been one I had last year. It could have been one I had two years ago, and it might be one I had three years ago as well, but it still resonates with me, so I'm going to stick. Um, it's totally wrestling-related, and most people are obviously okay with it. I still don't think it... I'm still not okay with this. So I just want you to explain it to me more than anything. I would like you to defend that one team in war games gets a three-minute advantage four times, and the other team doesn't get it at all. Simple, Graham. Uh, you win... That's why you earn that right to always have the advantage in the match, Graham. That's why it's called the advantage, Graham. Otherwise, we would be playing the ABBA system, Graham, that they're having penalty shootouts sometimes. Which is terrible. I don't agree with it, Graham. Always like having advantage, Graham. Advantage is the way forward. I don't agree with it. Yeah, it's stupid. But, it's um, stupid. It makes no sense. Why is it takes so long for the match? Because the match doesn't even start until everyone's in the ring. Like, cut it down. It doesn't need to be that long. It, Graham, be it should be it, 90 seconds. It should be like the Royal it Rumble. It used to be five minutes, Graham. Be glad. I don't like that. I like I like the whole event itself, but it takes too long. Get it up, get it going. Like, come on, just get people in the ring quicker. Like, I don't know. Perhaps my attention span is getting really bad, but I didn't like it before, and I like it even. But I, yeah, I just don't like the fact that, that well, the, the argument is though that once the other person comes in and equalizes, then they're fresher, and then they're saving, and they'll have more energy at the end. Yeah, but you get beating the crap out of for three minutes, and um, I understand the advantage decreases as well. Two on one is more significant than three on two and four on three and five on four. But I, I, I don't like I don't like that feature of war games. I love the, the rest of it, but I still do not like that. Well, well you, you 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 may be a minority there, Graham. Maybe I probably am. Probably am. Yep. <clears throat> oh I guess I, I need to put my I guess I need to defend something as well. I should switch my clock back on. Indeed. I have a I have a wrestling one and a non wrestling one, Graham. So all right, wrestling first. Okay, the rock is absolutely the right man to the rubble next year. I, I didn't hear. I'm sorry. Can you repeat? I didn't hear the first part at all. <clears throat> the Rock is absolutely the right man to win the Rumble this year. Uh, this year, well, it's 2021, so that's going to be a little difficult. No, 2022, 20, that's going to be difficult. You no, know I mean, Grand Atlantic. <laughs> well, of course it is. Obviously, we WrestleMania is already set up. We already know it's going to be the Rock versus Roman Reigns. So, what's the more obvious way if Rock comes in at number 30? I also heard number 40 possibly as well. Huh, don't know if they're expanding it, and then he gets to face Roman Reigns. That's what everyone wants. That's not even difficult to defend. Obviously, we want to rock in the. It, uh, why else wouldn't we? It's actually I, missing something. The last few last day, Graham, they've been saying making last minute adjustments. The Rock's going to let them know over the next few next week, next few weeks, whether or not he's going to go and take part in the Royal Rumble match uh-huh. itself. Um, I don't think he needs to personally. But it doesn't I, need to be a title match necessarily against Roman, so. But at the same time, who wants to face Roman Reigns? As we found with Fury when he cashed in the money bank, he, whether or not you agreed with him cashing in for the US Championship or not, his logic was sound. Because try and cash in on uh, on Roman, try to have a match against Roman, never had a clean fight. Never got a clean fight against Roman Reigns, are you? Mm-hmm. Never got a clean opportunity. But Mason has got the US Championship. The um, His logic was sound when he explained like that. Like, oh, it does make sense. I get why he did that. It makes total, total sense. Who wants a piece of Roman right now? Pop and KO. <laughs> Rock the <laughs> person who probably would want it. So, Seamus. 
What? Well, Threw back in time. I, the, the, you know what I mean, Graham. You know what I mean, Graham. Dog. <laughs> yeah. They do. They do. Yeah. All right. Um, mine. Well, I, I, I'm going to be honest. I just realized once we, we do, once you said let's go to Devil's Advocate, I realized I didn't have any Devil's Advocates written down. <laughs> Whoops. Told you I didn't have many notes this week. All right. My second one for you. This is a non-wrestling one. Um, I'm with Mason. Um, a, sal- a salad and half a slice of pizza is way better than just eating pizza. Absolutely. Salad is something you, it's a good core to go with, of course. Get your lettuce in there, get your tomato, get your cucumber. I said tomato, not tomato, because I'm not American or an idiot. And if you want to put a bit of avocado in there, don't. Avocados cause global warming. You don't have avocado anywhere near a salad. Pizza adds the carbs. It's what you need. That was painful, right? You seemed offended at the idea of uh, turning pizza down for a salad. No. I, I okay. Or only perhaps I should have just gone with eating two slices of pizza is an acceptable serving size. I think that I think that if you're gonna be sociable, then maybe you shouldn't eat. Um, you shouldn't maybe use a pizza as a plate, perhaps <laughs> for like Luna Trick suggested a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> I mean, pizza. It was, uh, um, yeah, yeah. I I I can I can get on board of it if you if you're doing it for a reason, Graham. Not because he. He wants to. I think it'd be interesting at the uh, wrestling match that you go into in, we say, two weeks' time, something yes. like that. Uh, of course, our guest Luna, Luna Tricks, was a big fan of pineapple on pizza. I think, um, I think some sign referencing that would be uh, in order as well. I will you. be taking signs. Oh, oh, okay. Yes. I-, I want pictures. I want pictures. I'll do, I'll, I'll, there'll, be, there'll be video as well, Graham, no doubt about that. So. Oh, of course. Of course they will. I forgot. But their camera might not necessarily catch it at the right time. I, but, I dare say it will. I hope you're not going to be super obnoxious, though, and stop people from watching the matches with the stupid... No, they're hold on in front of that. Right. Oh, okay. That, that, Matt's showing it in front of his chest. That That's acceptable. Okay. Yeah. Not like the people trying to get on TV and then people just... I'm front row, Graham. So I'll be thinking about... But that means that I'm assuming it's not stadium seating, though. I'm assuming it's just chairs on the floor. So mm-hmm. people are not going to be able to see over the top necessarily. It's not like it's, you know what I'm talking about. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I get you. Yeah. Not bleacher seating. All right. What you got non wrestling right. for me? Right, Graham. This one um, it is a little bit of a throwback, Graham, and a bit of a callback, Ooh. but uh, this is good. Dumping someone over how they cut their toast is perfectly acceptable. Absolutely. Everyone's got to have certain standards and um, cutting one's toast is obviously one of those key things. It's kind of like pineapple on pizza. It seems trivial to most people, but we know really deep down it's what's really important. That's where you get to see person's, person's true character. Why would a person cut a slice of toast straight down the middle? That just makes no sense at all. You'd obviously go acrossways or you'd go on a diagonal. So yeah, absolutely valid. Um, I can't remember from the tweet which one it actually was, but I... Something, I can't remember what it's called. I think it's Fesshole. Fesshole, that's right. Um, yeah, they they mentioned that they dumped somebody because I think they said they cut their toast straight down. Straight down. <laughs> and, uh, they're never a lawyer. And I, like, I haven't had um, another lawyer. That's right. <laughs> I forgot that side of it. I saw that tweet and I was like, I got to put hashtag Toastgate and I got to tag Matt in it. I had forgotten that. That must have been one of the few times I was actually on the internet this week. Um, no, it, we haven't talked toast in a while, but it's funny. that We should have asked her. We need to find out how Lunatrix cuts her toast now as well. Oh, well, I'm, I'm going to be seeing her at a meeting, Greg Graham, so I'll let you know. Okay. Yeah. The good cop, bad cop, the viewers would like to know. Lunatrix, how do you cut your toast? Only the hardest hitting questions. Oh! Oh. Now, this is totally unrelated. I'm not quite sure. I kind of know why I got to this. Um, We were talking to Jackson this week, and we were on a walk, and he started doing a silly walk. And I mentioned to him Monty Python, and I said, I don't think, I knew he hadn't seen it. I was like, have you ever seen the Ministry of Silly Walks? And he's like, no, I haven't seen them. So anyway, I came back and I showed it to him, and of course, he loved it. So bonus points for good cop moment for me as a dad, introducing my son to the Ministry of Silly Walks. And then my wife throws out a zinger, which I'd totally forgotten. Do you remember the time that Jackson asked um, one of the Pythons a question? I was like, what? And I was like, I didn't. I forgot about it. It was, she's a big fan of uh, Whose Line Is It Anyway? And during COVID times, they had a show. It was some parody. They couldn't use the correct terminology. And they had different guests on. And to be honest, the whole thing was, it was a little naff. It wasn't really very good. Um, but one of the highlights was they had Eric Idle on. 
And part of the guest Zoom Legend. questions were, you're allowed to submit a question to uh, Eric Idle. So we didn't really have one. So we we asked six-year-old Jackson, what do you want to ask a python? You, you know his level of questioning at that age wasn't awesome. You know that's kind of garbage? They picked his question. His question, of all the questions you could have asked Eric Idle was, what's your favourite breakfast cereal? <laughs> Eric Idle said Weedabix. <laughs> <laughs> so Jackson has asked a question to a python and I've forgotten that fact and to me that is really really cool it just reminded me of breakfast foods and toasts and asking celebrities that question that was kind of how I got there so, uh, I'm beaming I haven't watched Ministry of Silly Walks in years it is John please I'd forgotten how crazy that walk is he's very flexible in those knees yeah I was remembering Graham um, how much of a laugh he got in the episode of Hotel with the Germans uh, yeah. when he does the he does the the the, the walk, and yeah. then he walks out of the dining room into the lobby, and then leg goes up, spins around himself as he then plants and off he goes again. I'm like, and it's literally everyone there who's laughing. It's a Python bit, obviously. So I'm not quite. Yeah. It's it's just, it's just brilliant. It reminds me of when he was on Parkinson. I think it was Parkinson, and he was explaining how he came up with faulty with Basil faulty, and he. Uh-huh. And I'm not going to go through the whole thing and take back, but they've got that 10 minute story. But I encourage people to, to look it up on YouTube. Uh, yeah. It's worth your time for sure. I will, if I can find it, I will post a link and I'll put it on there. No one will know until Sunday why we decided to randomly post that, but later the penny will drop. It's like, oh, oh that's what Matt and Graham talked about. Talked Indeed. About. Um, All right. We are one minute before midnight UK time. I propose we wrap this sucker up until next week. Absolutely. Uh, I'll be half myself and Graham. Um, stay safe out there because it's getting colder, it's getting darker. Um, and you know, you know, just is it safe? What well, happened to eat your vitamins, say your prayers? Is that, is that what they used to say back in the old days, Graham? I'm not quite sure we can say it anymore, can we? Ooh, let's get out of here. Let's get more, more chocolate, more chocolate, Matt. Did you uh, say vitamins, brother? Boom. <laughs> Music was Happy Happy Game Show by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. HTTP colon slash slash creativecommons.org slash licenses slash by slash 3.0 slash.